If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Three. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show. The Mike Calter Show. Seven twenty-two on the Mike Calter Show. One zero two five. The Bone. What is this, Calvin? Little Steve I. It's pretty good. Yeah, the Attitude little, Song. Little Stu Ham on the on bass. Uh, I maybe it's funky. Maybe it's funky. Yeah, I know he did I mean, a lot of stuff with Satriani. This is a good song, but can you shut that so I can play a better one for oh, you? Oh, yeah. Let's My do cousin it. Sal just sent me this. All right. <laughs> can I tell you something that's so disappointing? I watched um, Midnight Run one time. And I remember Midnight Run came out when I was in my senior year of high school, or maybe junior year of high school. And uh, then I watched it in my adult life, and I looked it up and tried to figure it out, the math and stuff, and realized that Robert De Niro and I were the same age as he was and when he was made Midnight Run. Yeah. and Which is awful to me, because he's an old man, and he's an older man in that movie, you know what I mean? He's not old, but he was an adult for sure. And it made me feel just weird. I'm like, that's I'm that age now. I have. I there's no way in the world I want to know how old Tony Randall and Jack Klugman were when they made the Odd Couple. <laughs> oh, I know. They're both like 51. I'm just going to cry right now because they both look like old men. You know. Oh, I bet you they were younger. Oh yeah. no! Tony yeah. Tell me that. That would just break my. Did heart. you see? Um, there is. There's a meme going around uh, because uh, I don't know. Was it Tom Brady's birthday or is it coming up or something? Tom Brady's birthday is, I believe, today. Today. Yes. Okay. Oh, happy birthday! So, happy birthday and he is what? Forty four now. Forty three. Forty four. Forty four. Just turned yeah. forty four. Yep. Wow. So, Twenty five in my heart. It has a picture of him, and then it has a picture of another guy, and I can't remember his name, but he was. Uh, 48. One of, I guess he was the, probably the oldest player to ever play in the NFL at uh-huh. the time, maybe, whatever. That guy looks like he could be Tom Brady's father. Oh. Tom Brady obviously looks great for 44, but this guy was, you know, back in the 70s or 60s, whatever, and he's got, like, gray sideburns, and he's all weathered and stuff. Uh, I wish I knew what his name was. Having just met Tom Brady uh, and talked to, talked to him in person, I would have said, if I didn't know, Tom Brady was 30. Three years old, if I had to guess. Easily. Just by looking at him and not knowing and talking to yeah. him. So this guy is 33, 34. The hair, he doesn't have a lot of wrinkles, so it looks like he never goes out in the sun. He have any wrinkles. He's gorgeous. It's incredible. Perfect That's perfect. Right yeah. there. Stay away from the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Nosferatu. You know. <laughs> Joe put a picture of him from 1942 up yesterday. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, I did. He yeah. looks like he's going to hang out with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> exactly what I said. Yeah. In the old, in the old uh, Shining Hotel. Uh, by so the way, funny. the uh, the gentleman's name is George Blanda, and I'm uh, looking at a picture. And how old was he? He uh, played until he was 48. Now, how old was Lomas Brown, I wonder, when he played? Because Lomas Brown was old when well, he Well, I have a list of the oldest uh, uh, people here, and Lomas is not in the top 10. Really? Yeah, Vinny Testaverde was 43. 
uh, Steve DeBerg or DeBerge. DeBerg. Uh, uh, it doesn't say how old he was. Uh, a lot of kickers are usually on there. Like, uh, oh, yeah. Vinatieri, I think, is 45 or something. Vinatieri played forever. Yeah. Uh, Lomas Brown is 58 years old now. What year did we win? Did the Bucks win the Super Bowl? Oh, uh, three. Okay, so that's uh, you know a lot of years ago. <laughs> 18, 18 years ago. I'm sending you a picture of this guy. Look at this guy compared to Tom Brady. <laughs> By the way, Lomas Brown. Uh, I used to send a kid into oh. the locker room. All right, let me look real quick. Oh, oh my god! Oh, that's so funny. I uh, I sent a little skinny kid into the locker room to ask the players questions every week, and they were designed to get him killed. And um, with Lomas Brown, he goes to Lomas, he goes, hey, Lomas, what was it like? And he goes, what was what like? And he goes, playing football before electricity and you had no lights in play. <laughs> and Lomas goes, oh, I got you. Okay, you got jokes. And I went, oh, boy. He, what, a sweet, what a sweet guy he was, Lomas. He was great to have around. Uh, all right, it is uh, 726. It's time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. And now, news with Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Florida has extended the tax-free weekend to 10 days. It started this uh, last Saturday, so it's still going on. It goes on until August 9th, so that means time to get yourself some new shoes. Pelt has all kinds of deals going on for the extra seven days of tax-free. Also, when you whisper my name, Galvin, you get an additional 10% off on top of the tax-free discounts. How do you like that? So any shoes, men's, women, kids, you got going back to school, all that stuff, you want to save some money, get into one of the seven Pelts locations. The savings end on August 9th. Pelts shoes, a perfect fit. Well, don't do it like, you know, I just did it because you're breathing your breath on huh? <laughs> <laughs> I have Spike Walk here to go, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Galvin. <laughs> uh, as COVID-19 cases continue to rise again, some restrictions are being put back into place across the Tampa Bay area. The CDC updated its guidance on July 27th in the wake of the spike in cases and concerns over the Delta variant uh, to say fully vaccinated Americans should mask up again indoor spaces if they live in areas with substantial and high transmissions of COVID. According to the CDC website, that includes all Florida counties, although the, there was never a statewide mask mandate, several counties and municipal, municipal, <laughs> municipalities, municipalities I got you. I got you. across the state, including Tampa Bay area, did issue some orders and stuff. So basically, I have a list of some of the different places if you're going. Uh, Publix. Uh, I, yeah, I was going to say, I was worried yesterday because I went to Publix and they were wearing masks and I went, oh boy. Well, it's God. mandatory, again, for employees, regardless of their vaccination status, uh, and then they're suggesting customers. Uh, we encourage customers to follow CDC guidance is what they're saying. Uh, Disney World, face coverings are required for all Disney World ages two and up while indoors and Disney buses, monorail and the Disney Skyliner, regardless of vaccination uh, that includes uh, upon entering and throughout all the attractions face coverings remain optional for all guests in the outdoor common areas uh, let's see target is mandating masks for employees 
and then rec- strongly recommending them for shoppers. Uh, Walmart has announced the associates who work in the uh, multiple facilities and associates uh, off the campus office need to be vaccinated by October 4th. Which is weird because Walmart's filled with so many germs, I feel like <laughs> yeah. they're all, they're all in, immune to everything. Uh, face masks will be recommended in all Legoland Florida resorts indoor location for guests regardless of your vaccination status. Uh, Bush Gardens is recommending guests wear face coverings while indoors. So what, uh, recommending? Yeah, thank you for yeah. the recommendations. Now leave me alone. Yeah, they're <laughs> recommending some are you know requiring and most are requiring employees you know SeaWorld, kennedy space center all that type of stuff this so. weekend i was planning on going to the tampa bay history center and then i found out they're asking <laughs> oh well <laughs> sorry buddy i'm out now oh man i was going to um to universal this weekend and now i'm not but I, I don't want to walk around wearing a mask. It's just too hot. I was going to say, it's just too hot in general, even if you don't have to wear the mask. Yeah. Right. Well, good thing, Carmen, it was going to be just me and my daughter. Um, and we would have had the fast passes, so it would have been easy. And she doesn't really like to go on crazy rides, so we would have been banging out the park really easy, you know. Uh, but then uh, she said to me she didn't want to go. Why? Well, I, go, I was going to take her now because they have to go back to school. And I, and I said, so do you want to go to Universal? You and I will go on Saturday. And she said, um, and she looked at me. I go, you don't have to go. I'm not forcing you. And she's like, I don't really want to go right now. And I went, okay, this is like the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, I'm not mad at you. Has I'm she like, been before? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, she hasn't been in a long time. And I, I don't, you know, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, that's good. That's fine with me. And my son didn't want to go either. He was like, no, I'll stay here. Because then it's too hot. They know we have it. too many refrigerators. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the life hack that a pilot put out saying about uh, how you can travel? Which, by the way, why are pilots saying this? You can travel without a mask because on the plane, if you're eating, you don't have to wear a mask. So he said, just go to Costco and get one of the big giant things of potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> and you can eat the entire time because it's like a seven-pound bag or whatever. That was one thing I thought was going to be difficult was being on the flight the whole time with the mask. And uh, I bought this cool mask. It's, it's just a regular it's a black mask like you'd see anybody wearing. But inside, it has these little rubber things on it. And when you put it on, the rubber thing sits on the bridge of your nose. Mm-hmm. So it actually keeps the mask off of your face. Well, that sounds nice. It's just not smushed up against right. your face. It's still on there. Um, but it wasn't as intrusive. And I didn't have a problem being on the flight at all with it on. I, I kind of forgot after a couple of minutes it was even on. Yeah. So. Sorry, Gio. Go no, ahead. I saying, I'm surprised there's not more stories of... Of planes being considered super spreaders because sure. all the air is circ- you know circulating. Right. Geo, d- don't you know? It just depends on what the mainstream media decides is a super spreader event. It's not based <laughs> yeah. on real science. Like Galvin just said, you can wear a mask on the plane, but as soon as you want to eat, you take your mask off. Yeah. There's no real science Listen, behind. Totally can't get you while you're eating. If you Come have on. A, if you have a margarita in your hand, you do not have to wear a mask. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, like whatever, whatever air purifier filter. Yeah. System they use on the planes. We got to get those everywhere. They should stick those in Walmart and Target and everywhere because yeah. you would think the plane would be the ultimate super yeah, spreader because agreed. you're there for multiple hours yep. and the air is being circulated. Safe to travel. Though. Don't worry about everybody it. on the I plane. Mean, uh, they invented that airborne for that reason, yeah. Yeah. so that you could build up your immune system before you get on a plane because you're sitting in a yeah. tube. Breathing Jones. everybody else's yeah. air. Don't you remember there was a whole big deal about the schools and the bands having to wear a mask while they play the instruments, and their workaround was to just oh, cut dude. the holes in the so, masks? Yeah. <laughs> My daughter, they she played in the band last year, and when they had their end-of-the-year concert, 
they were literally playing, yeah. and they all had holes <laughs> cut in the mask, and they're playing the instruments Come through on. the holes. It's That's a dog and pony show. It's I'm like, exactly what it is. Yeah. What, are you kidding me? Like, I, I get it. I guess it's just for the visual optic yeah. to make you feel good. And, and the schools, the the yeah. school, they're, they're exactly. just following the rules. It's like yeah. they can't not do that. They have to do something. But I'm like, they're blowing air out the thing with the hole. I'm like, come on. Come on. Just take it off. <laughs> Mike Helta, are you going to former President Barack Obama's uh, big 60th celebration, his birthday? Uh, well, I was, but then I finally got to wear masks. So. Well, oh, yeah, because oh, people oh. were freaking out, and obviously this has come about. So they are following all the protocols and stuff. But did you know who's playing there? I mean, I, his buddy. I know. Yeah, they're buddies. He plays all the time with them. Pearl Jam. I imagine, yeah, oh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, so, so, yeah, playing his party. That's that's cool. That's some that good is pool pretty cool. when well, you get your favorite band to come and play. He's played, um, he played here when he ran for uh, president. They had a uh, private party at Miggs' house, and they brought Eddie Vedder in to do stuff on guitar for oh, yeah. Barack Obama. Awesome. I mean, that's the, that's the way to go. Yeah. I'd rather see, um, would you rather see Pearl Jam at Wrigley Field or in Miggs' living room. Yeah, oh, yeah, Very exactly. Close. Well, you got to experience that. I don't know whether you want to say whenever you went for the 4th of July thing. Mike. I'm thinking what you're talking about. Uh, at uh, the Bartolo's. Oh, but yeah, but it was uh, it wasn't it wasn't any better. But it was Don Henley. It was Don Henley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could you imagine Don Henley playing for you and what fifty <laughs> yeah. people, maybe yeah. or whatever it was? No, yeah. it was a couple hundred people, but still, it was it. Was, I mean, you could walk right up to the stage, high five Don awesome. Henley, and walk away. Yeah, it was always amazing. Put some money in his, yeah, put some money in his tip jar and walk away. That Montana experience <laughs> for Fourth of July was one of the great. I put that up there with Japan and oh. and the top. Ten trips I've ever done in my that's life. That's what oh, you do. That's what you do when you're very smart and you uh, own a football team or win yeah. the lottery. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he obviously has the money to do it. That's so cool. That would be. I would love to do that. If I hit the lottery for some crazy eight hundred million, I would have parties like that all the time. Sure. Well, you always see these stories of uh, you know these um, multi-millionaires like their daughter has her sweet sixteen party and they have like Justin Bieber yeah. come there or some yeah. kind right, of you know yeah. pop star play yeah. their their birthday party. Well, I tried to do that for Amanda. Um, when she turned 40, I tried to get, like, Wu-Tang or somebody to play her party or, or something. I mean, I knew I wasn't going to get uh, a huge band, but yeah. or, like I wasn't going to get all Wu-Tang, something. but I might be able to get Method Man to come do two songs, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, that's that was one of the that's one of the fun things to do there. I always thought, um, like, if we had a good wedding song that somebody popular was singing, I'd, I'd have that person come sing the song at the wedding, you know, but we didn't. We didn't have any good songs when we got married. I remember a long time ago saying if I won the Powerball, like, crazy amount of money, I would have a party and have Van Halen play yeah. with David Lee Roth. But then after seeing David Lee Roth with Van Halen, I was like, well, <laughs> maybe, I'll get, maybe, maybe I'll get Steel Panther. You want your money back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although I think I would probably, like, get different musicians. I'd be like, all right, John Five's going to be on guitar, Brian Tishy on drum. Like, pick different guys. Super go, group. Yeah. yeah, here's a set list. Just, you know, whatever songs you can play off there. So uh, we're trying to pick a weekend to go to... Vegas for my 50th birthday party. I think now we're going to end up celebrating Galvin's 50th birthday party in Vegas just because we're running out of weekends. Double, yeah. Why don't we just do a double party? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We pick a date and just do it because I'm uh, I, I, September's shot um, and then October is quickly filling up. It's just it's it's our busy season. Yeah. So then I thought, what if I just have a party here? And I hire Warrant to play my party. That would make <laughs> that would be cool. The Warrant lead singer is dead. So they have a good new lead singer now. Right. And the rest of the band is original members. So I still would enjoy that. 
And because the lead singer's dead, I could probably get it for like ten grand. So yeah. I thought about doing that. <laughs> They're playing out quite a bit too. Yeah, Warren is. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll route them over here and have the. Uh, I'll throw my own birthday party. Invite yes. everybody. Don't yes. worry, I've hired Warren to play my party. Everybody's invited. <laughs> uh, I gotta find uh, what was the song that I sent you, Mike? That uh, was a new Warren song. Uh, this. Oh is yeah, I don't remember. I remember it was a new one. I would make part of the writer would be no new song. <laughs> this was a good new one, though. Let me see. Is this it? I think this might be it. No, that's not it. Oh, this. Listen to this. This is New Warrant from, well, from 2017. They sound good. Like, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely good. And that I mean, singer, you must have to like that kind of music, though. Right. That singer uh, sang with uh, George Lynch for uh, Lynch Mob mm-hmm. as well. But it's funny to see those guys up on stage because they look okay, you know, whatever. The one one guitar player is working for, like, uh, Guitar Center for a while. But the other guy is, like, uh, not fat, but he's, you know, got a little meat on him and stuff. And he's wearing Affliction shirts. Sure. And Hey, just so you know, affliction isn't cool anymore. <laughs> there was I remember uh, Moose and I met them one year when they played the Rocket Club, and Joey Allen, the guitar player, has a tattoo on his forearm that looks like his skin's been ripped open, uh-huh. and you can see the mechanics of his arm, uh, like like a, he's like, a cyborg, right? But um, it has like uh, it has like pistons and and rods going up and down, and and one of them instead of the rod is a can of Budweiser, <laughs> and it's a pretty cool tattoo for a rock guy. But then I remember. Uh, after the music, the hair bands died down, he went and had to go work in an office. And I thought, well, he's wearing long sleeves for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's not, that's not going to fly. Yeah, it's so weird uh, to think because you think Warrant, well, Warrant was huge. They must be millionaires, you know. Nope, yeah, no. working at Guitar Center. Right. You know, that's oh, so you know, You know what I found out the other day? Uh, and we may have talked about this, I don't remember, but Slash and Duff, you know, are their Guns N' Roses are on yeah. the road. Slash and Duff are just paid employees. Like, this is all Axel's show. And Axel is the Guns N' Roses, and he's hired Slash and Duff to play as wow. musicians in the band um, because he owns Guns N' Roses and all that. And they, you know they're probably getting a million dollars a night. It's not like he's getting them a right. Yeah, bucks they worked pop. out whatever deal. But yeah, right. Just... But that's the thing. That's why uh, it's all on Axel if he screws it up because they're just hired musicians for the whole thing. That's, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, this is pretty crazy. A Washington, D.C. police officer who responded to the deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th took his own life last month, making him the fourth law enforcement officer who took part in the events of that day to die by his own hand. Yeah, that's... Does anybody no, else I'm think starting, this is... No, come on. Like, freaking me out now. There's right. four of them? Yeah, that's... That doesn't make sense. Uh, officer Kyle DeFreitig helped enforce the uh, curfew and put in place after hundreds of supporters, uh, you know, then-President Donald Trump, breached the Capitol building. Uh, he was described as a Pennsylvania native and five-year veteran of the D.C. force. Uh, he had died on July 10th. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's so, yeah, four out. of them. So, yeah, then what do they have? A suicide pact? You know make- what they say in uh, police work? There are no coincidences. Yes, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and I wonder what's. Good. This makes me wonder about the conspiracy theory that there was like a, a bunch of military people that were plants in there, and they were trying to steal. Like that goes into the why the woman took the laptop. They were trying to get a lot of. Uh, 
uh, digital and software from all these senators and congresspeople. Well, also, mm. how is this not a bigger bigger story? The uh, governor, remember the governor, the kidnapping thing from, yeah. was it Michigan or Minnesota? Oh, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Michigan. Uh, like 10 of those people were CIA informants. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what, what is, is going, going on? on? Yeah. yeah. That's so weird. Right? You know. Yeah. Did did you guys uh, see anything about the uh, president from Haiti? How they they believe that the one of the guys was an ex CIA operative that was training some of the Haitians down there? No, but I watched that movie uh, with uh, Tom Hotel Cruise. Rada. Oh no, with Tom Cruise, <laughs> where he was the pilot flying drugs over. Yeah, there, oh, yeah, American like, made. Yeah, we know yeah. what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, so a 30-year-old Louisiana man named Devin Jones was on his way home from his wedding Saturday night and his bride, with his bride and his uh, male friend, they got stuck in some bad traffic because of a uh, car crash and they were airing out some dirty laundry. Devin accused his friend of having an affair with his new wife. Things got heated. Devin grabbed his gun, jumped out of the car, and started chasing the friend through the stop traffic, firing shots at him. Oh. One hit his friend in the leg. The other injured someone in another car. The bride ran over to some first responders who were there for the victims of the, uh, of the car crash and said that her husband was trying to kill her. Uh, she barricaded herself in the ambulance. When Devin came after her, he was arrested for attempted murder and second-degree battery. Uh, the people he shot were flown to the hospital and are recovering. Devin was wearing his tuxedo at the time, and his wife was wearing a wedding dress. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You're stuck in traffic. You're like, oh, what is a car crash? And then <laughs> the guy in a tuxedo running around shooting people. Insane. Good Lord. Uh, this is uh, pretty much your nightmare. A woman in Orlando discovered a large snake in her bathroom on nope. Friday, and she figured out she had been living with it unknowingly for weeks. Uh, she had just recently moved in and said that the previous resident left it behind, so it has been there for a few weeks. Oh, my God. It was confirmed to be a four-foot-long ball python. The python has been safely removed from her apartment and relocated. I, I can't tell you how many times I just randomly oh. think of the story of you telling. We just told it a couple of weeks ago about the woman who was letting the snake sleep in bed with her. Yeah, and it was losing weight. She took it to the doctor because she thought it was getting sick, and they were like, nope, just getting ready to eat you. Yep. It was sizing you up so they can eat you. Starving itself. Oh, oh my God. God. That weirds me out. So crazy. But also, what a jerk the previous renter oh, yeah. was yeah. for not saying anything and just being well, like, would, all right, I'm dipping out. Like, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, give my security deposit back. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> Uh, a couple in Clearwater, Florida, was uh, sitting down for a spaghetti dinner on Thursday night. Ah, uh, may I suggest Olive Garden? <laughs> uh, it was a late dinner. It was around 1 a.m. 45-year-old Stephanie Lanis and 35-year-old Aldolfo Rivera uh, had both been drinking a little bit. They started arguing, and eventually it turned into a food fight. Uh, someone called the police because uh, they started smashing spaghetti into each other's face. Uh, they were still covered with spaghetti when the cops showed up. Now both of them are facing charges for domestic battery. Stephanie also got arrested in October for stabbing Ald Ad Adolfo in the arm during another drunken fight. So, nice couple there. Uh, sure. Oops. Yeah. Should have went to Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> Family there. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, I got to tell you, you did the most for Olive Garden because I've never wanted to go there as much as <laughs> you talking about. There so and there's been a video going around recently of the breadsticks at Olive Garden, like how they make them. Yeah. And they like place them on the tray and then put them in the oven, take them out and then just like 
cover them in butter and mm. salt, and mm. the whole time you're watching yeah. it, you're just They're like, fantastic. I know mm-hmm. what it tastes like. I want all of those in my mouth. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Uh, people in Russia are trying so hard to avoid vaccines that they're ordering prosthetic arms to fool medical workers. <laughs> so they're showing up with a fake arm, getting the shot in the fake arm, and they're be like, yep, I'm vaccinated, no problem. Please don't yeah. kill me with the hammer. They might be onto something. Well, I mean, it's yeah. not just there that they're protesting. Uh, you know, you don't hear a lot about it in the news, but there's stuff on social media. In France, they're doing this. UK, Germany, a lot of countries don't want to have to take the vaccine. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so confused now as to as to what the what the truth is and what we know. I have. No I mean, idea. I think the truth is is that if you know the vaccines can help if you're in a danger group. There, if you have made the personal choice to get it, I think it's a good thing. I just right, think you're getting a dangerous Thanks, territory. Doctor. Don't listen to this, man. Force she doesn't know what he's talking about. Force people to do I'm it. just saying. None of us know what we're talking about. So don't want uh, do you want to hear the video that I was talking about this morning on the show? The one that makes you feel stupid, makes you really feel like a sheep? This is the um, this is the build back in, what is it? I don't know. Listen, just listen. It's, it's a montage of uh, world leaders talking about the reset. The reset. Uh, reset and rebuild. COVID. Reset and re- Just listen to this. This is in- insane. To ask how do we build back better. To build, build back, back better. better or whatever. We have a chance to reset the clock and build back better than before. To build back better than before. Remember the, the terrible damage. Of- by, by the way, that was... Um, Cuomo into uh, Hillary Clinton into like these are all world leaders saying the the exact same line from around uh, you know just around the world all buying into and saying the same thing like you could tell they've all been they're all in the same script there's all a reason why they're doing it if you if you want to watch the whole video you can go to Instagram dot com slash the Mike Calta show and uh, and you could see it in our stories uh, it's it's all of these people all the way from Hillary Clinton and uh, Boris Johnson, yeah, Boris Johnson, and then um, there's uh, Prince Charles. Their celebrities are all saying the same thing as if they've been told to push this agenda. If you if you were worried before, go watch that now; it'll it'll (laughs) blow your mind. Uh, So, Carmen, you were talking about the breadsticks. You know, people will take pictures of their food and do that. That was a big Instagram thing when Instagram first started becoming popular. Hey, here's food. Here's food in black and white. Here's food from the 1970s. Uh, 40% of people admit they've posted pictures of food they didn't actually eat. How dare you? That includes pictures of other people's food or stuff that you saw online and looked enticing. Uh, 57% of people who did it say they've staged or rearranged food on their plate to get a better shot. Uh, if you're just worried about likes, the best food photos to post are of, what do you think? Hamburgers. Pizza. Burgers, number two. Pizza, number one. <laughs> and? Tacos. Uh, no, this other thing is uh, actually a drink. It's uh, especially cocktails, so something oh. you know fancy. Margarita. Yeah. Uh, so those are the ones people are most drawn to: pizza, burgers, and especially cocktails. Well, I, I mean, I know people do that. I know people who have Instagram where they just take pictures of food. I I follow a lot of barbecue guys on Instagram, mostly trying to learn from them, but they also make delicious looking food. Yeah. For inspiration mostly. Yeah. I like to find the local food trucks through Instagram, like on my discovery page. 
Because, I mean, just some of the food trucks out here are just putting out amazing yeah. food. Yeah, if you, you could be a great um, chef or somebody who comes up with a great product and you just can't afford to do your own restaurant, or do you have no interest in doing your own restaurant. Right. But that you, but you do make one thing really good, and I, a food truck's the best way to go about that. I like clever names on the food trucks, too. Ooh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I like puns. Uh, today the is sa- the sandwich. Oh, uh, today is a national day. Always something national. Something uh, today is a type of food. It is national. Any guesses? Ravi- ravioli day. Not ravioli. No hot dog. Biscuits. No. Think more uh, summer Fourth of July. You're having a picnic. This would probably be there. Potato Ooh. salad. No coleslaw. Uh, no. Baked beans. Uh, is it a cold thing? Uh, yes, it's probably better cold. It can be room watermelon. temperature. Ah, there you go. It is National Watermelon Day today. Guess what? I don't like watermelon. I oh, love watermelon. Uh, I like fake watermelon flavor. Mm-hmm. I like, actually, I like watermelon juice. I don't like eating watermelon. I do. Did, I don't know why. Did anyone ever try the watermelon and mustard trend that was going on? No. no. Yeah, my son did it. Did he? How was it? I he never. Said it was gross. Oh, yeah. Yeah, did anybody try the Oreo and salsa? Did you hear about oh, that? Yeah. They're like, uh, it turns out it's not good. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Science. That's not good. Shocker. Yeah, I can, I, I've had both of them before. I like both of them, but I would not put them together. No, it's no. not going to be good at all. Gross. Ugh. Hey, uh, why don't you guys try uh, Fig Newton and dog poop? <laughs> oh, that, oh, that never eat, I would never eat a Fig Newton. <laughs> Uh, a new poll found 20, 20, 22% of Americans think their job is more or less meaningless. Uh, but almost half of those people said they still find it fulfilling in other ways. Uh, overall, two-thirds of Americans find their job very or somewhat fulfilling. Uh, the poll found that uh, the most fulfilling jobs are in healthcare. Education, law, nonprofit, or religious organizations, uh, restaurant, and tourism jobs ranked last. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. So your waitress doesn't feel like she has anything to live for. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just letting you know. That seems what it uh, seems like. Uh, You know, I'm not a fan of hers, but you hate to see something like this happen. Kathy Griffin has lung cancer. Uh, she is undergoing surgery to have half of her left lung remo- removed. It is uh, stage one, and her doctors are optimistic that she could be cancer-free if everything goes well with the surgery. Yeah, you don't want to wish somebody death. No, but, absolutely uh, not. And if I woke up this morning and they were like, Kathy Griffin has passed, I'd be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Said she never smoked, ever. Yeah, but she yeah. still got lung cancer. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, you're looking at so much secondhand smoke. She lived in L.A. She yeah, true. Pollution. Carcinogens in yeah. the air. Going to yeah. the comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple of music legends that People are celebrating. She was dead. <laughs> celebrating a birthday today. Tony Bennett turns 95 years old wow. today. 95, man. He's still out there singing and doing it. And, Killing it. Uh, James Hetfield from Metallica turns 58. Wow. Man. 58 um, years old. And uh, don't forget the goat. Tom Brady turned 44 today. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, speaking of Metallica, Trust I see and I find in you. Metallica's Nothing Else Matters hit 1 billion views on YouTube. Wow. Who is watching videos? I, I was just I was listening to it online yesterday, but I wasn't watching it. Yeah. 1 billion views on YouTube, though. That's crazy. But to put things in uh, perspective, uh, they had a thing that... Uh, one of uh, Cardi B's songs, uh, 
Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Her, that hit a billion already, <laughs> which is so crazy. Yeah, but her, I mean, the difference there is sure. that her, her people are getting her music from that source from the beginning. Right. There's a bunch Ooh. of dirt rockers that don't even have a computer. So. <laughs> like, are people still just now discovering Metallica? No. You think? I mean, I, I was, I listened to music in the shower and I was listening to Metallica. Yes, I was listening to that particular song yeah. in the shower. So there, you know, I could have been somewhere and I wanted to hear music and I just pulled up on YouTube, you know? Right. So now that's what people are doing. And, and um, my daughter, you know, she's she's of that generation where she's getting everything from her phone and she just wants to watch stuff on YouTube, whether it be yeah. videos or people and dumb families from Australia. She just, that's her life, you know? So. Like they will never, like they won't remember like DVDs and CDs probably because uh, they've oh, never no. had to use any of them. No, no, Carmen, she, she's never, I she wanted a radio in her room so I got I had a little boombox with a CD player, and I put it in there. And the only CD I had that I could find was Elton John's Greatest Hits. <laughs> so I gave it to her. That lasted for like two days, and then she's like, "Can I have an Alexa?" <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean they they just don't know that. So that's that's antique. When I was a kid, I had an eight track in my room because my uh, great grandparents had one left over. And we, you know, every once in a while we'd put that on for fun, but that was like watching an antique. Joe, when you were a kid, what did you have? <laughs> well, we had rocks. Yeah. We just hit them together. They had the, uh, they had like the Flintstones where they put the bird speak into the, <laughs> yeah. the stone. Yeah, up. He just had a lady that would come and sing in his room, mm-hmm. no. pay her, and she'd leave. Uh, yeah, trying to fall asleep to an eight track. Uh, you're listening to the music, and then it goes to switch, and it goes. Chunk, chunk, yeah. like that, and you're like, okay, I'm awake. Thank you. <laughs> I actually have an eight track player here in this. I'm going to put it in the studio. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, I have two XL the robot. Remember that? It was a. It was a robot. It looked like a robot, and you would put in eight tracks in the belly. In belly. Okay. And then it would ask you questions. So, well, do you like this or this? And you'd be like B. So you'd press B, and then it would just jump tracks to the whatever B was. Mm. So I bought one of those for my brother for his 40th birthday. And for some reason, it's in my garage. I'm going to bring it here in the studio for sure. Oh, I had the, like the cassette version, not the eight track. Really? Because there was yeah. I'm looking at the picture now. I remember having this. They had That's a. Funny. They updated to like a cassette, and I. I loved that. that when I was a kid. That yeah. was the coolest gift ever. We had a portable eight track, and when I say portable, I mean you could move it around and then plug it in. Yeah, you still had to plug it in, but it was right. like it had like its own little suitcase that it folded up into. Do we want it in the kitchen or the living room? Tonight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had uh, a CD Walkman when yeah. CDs yeah. first yeah. came out, and it was giant and it weighed four pounds. Was it skip proof yet? When, no, I remember when the not the skip non skip oh that versions was the best. Came out, no, it was it like wasn't. game changer. Well, but the thing was that mine was it was like a it, it was like a metal box. And when you hit open, it cranked open. You put the thing in, so you could literally drop it and protect the CD, but it would skip for sure. But it came with a strap so that you could have to wear it around your neck because it was so heavy. So I don't skip proof is very grandiose. I would say doesn't skip as much, yeah, yeah, because it's still definitely skipped. I I could drive in my car and it wouldn't skip. Like you know, every time I hit a right, bump. yeah, that yeah. was nice. But if you were like walking or moving and all, yeah, yeah. Speaking of music, I'm excited about this. A Led Zeppelin documentary called "Becoming Led Zeppelin" is coming soon. It is the first time the band has participated or endorsed a movie based on their career. 
Uh, it's going to be directed by Bernard McMahon. Uh, the movie, which was initially announced in May of 2019, marks the band's 50th anniversary. It will include interviews with surviving members Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, and John Paul Jones, with archive uh, interviews of John Bonham as well. Wouldn't you think that at this point it would be cool of them to make a movie like they did with Queen and they did with Elton John and all that? Uh, I mean, every band should be like, well, we want our movie now. Well, they are. They're doing quite a bit uh, different movies. Obviously, like Rocket Man came out, and I think they're doing one on Sex Pistols. Uh, Zeppelin would be cool, but there's a lot of stuff you probably couldn't show mm. or talk about, you know? Well, that's why I think they would be a perfect perfect fit for a movie, because they yeah. actually have stuff people would want to see. Rated R. Just, you know, mm. make sure it's rated R. Well, look at the uh, the Motley Crue one. Yeah. The Dirty, yeah. That was, that was great. That was yeah. very rated R. Yeah. That was good. I, I love that movie. That was perfect. That was exactly yeah. what you want as a Motley Crue fan. Yeah, no, we don't. We're not expecting anything more theatrically. That was perfect. Yeah. Uh, so Colin Jost from SNL and his brother, who is on with the Impractical Jokers, he's, uh, I think, producer on there, uh, they're writing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Oh, stop. Oh. Oh. Hope it's as good as he Let there's, there's so many of already. It's been I done. Thought you'd be excited about it, Spanish. You guess not. Nah, the last two movies were actually pretty good. Nah. The Turtles. Yeah, for a kids kids movie. The '90s ones are the best ones. Leave it alone. That is true. Thank uh, you. Right. You know what's so funny is that that's what they should be saying. We watched it when we were kids. Yeah, no. We should not watch it anymore. When the original live action Turtles came out, I remember that was like it was the best at, ever. At that time, I thought that was the greatest day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was just, the fact that the cartoons were alive was yeah. mind-blowing to me. First time I ever saw the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was in, I was a sophomore in high school, so it was 1986, Yeah, and James Gamba, kid in my neighborhood, drew them perfectly in pencil on the walls in his bedroom from ceiling to floor. He was like, I go, what is this? He goes, bro, those are Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's Donatello, that's Raphael. I was like, the painters? And he's like, the turtles. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what was going on. Nobody else knew what he was talking about. It was 1986. Then I moved to Florida, and then all of a sudden they were a TV show. I'm like, that's what James Cameron drew. And then I thought he invented them. You know, I didn't know. <laughs> he must be rich. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? But the thing about it, uh, if they do write this and it turns out to be a big hit, that could be tons of money for them. For sure. You yeah. Know, or uh, a series or something, because they're rebooting everything. They're doing Doogie Howser. Did you see that now? They're having an Asian girl who's going to be Doogie uh, yeah. Howser. Or uh, I don't even know what she is exactly. But uh, and then uh, t- uh, Hooch. Turner and Hooch. That's I a, saw that. Yeah, yeah. That's already out. That's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Disney yeah. Plus is doing all that. They're like, hey, let's just remake. We own everything. Yeah. Might as well just do it. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like the baby is uh, really, people are trying to cancel him. Uh, well, he, they did. I mean, they kicked him out of Lollapalooza. And... Well, this now, he posted another apology to the LGBTQ uh, community after being dropped from the lineup of New York City's upcoming Governor's Ball Music mm-hmm. Festival. So he's dropped from that. Uh, if you forget what he did while he was at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami, the baby asked fans to shine their cell phone flashlights if they, quote, didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that will make you die in two or three weeks. Yeah, it was it was really a dumb, ignorant thing to say. Um and then now you got social media, so the minute you say something like that, people are already like, all right, he's got to go. Well, but and I, then he, the- he even tried to double down mm-hmm. and say that his fans are, were too smart to get AIDS or HIV. <laughs> 
Right. He said that at yeah. one point, and you're just like, what are you talking about? Oopsie. And then, so he made like multiple bad statements, but now he's coming in re- because he's realizing because he's been dropped from quite a few other yeah. concerts. I hope somebody sues him, and they're like, I was a fan of the baby, and he said that I couldn't get it. Right, right. Also, if you, I said this yesterday on the show, if you're a fan of his music like I am and you know, I, this is the least offensive thing I've ever heard him say. Right. And the yeah. guy is just uh, awful at some of the things he raps about, but that's what they do. You know, they, they, they make up stuff. I think once you apologize, it's like blood in the water and they, sure. just, oh, they, yeah. they, they, they pounce on you even more. Yeah, because yeah. you're admitting that you're yeah. wrong yeah. instead of just saying, ah, I don't know, I'm the baby. <laughs> He's a baby. Uh, finally, news: Showtime officials announced the undercard for Jake Paul, uh, Tyron Woodley on Monday. A lineup which includes Tommy Fury, not Tyson Fury, his younger brother Tommy oh. Fury. Yes, uh, he's going against Anthony Taylor. Paul, who is three and zero from YouTube, you know he turned boxer. Woodley, former UFC welterweight champion, who hasn't boxed yet, so his record he doesn't have one yet. They're going to square off on August 29th in Cleveland. In addition to that fight, they will have uh, Tommy Fury, the younger brother of heavyweight champion Tyson Fury, uh, who is eight and zero by the, or I'm sorry, six and zero. He is six and zero, so he will be fighting on that against uh, former Bellator fighter Anthony Taylor at that event. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, you know, Tommy Fury has been wanting to fight Jake Paul. He said, "Let's fight, brothers yeah. against brothers. Me and Tyson against you and uh, Logan." Which uh, you know at least got him on the undercard there. So we'll see what happens with that. But that happens on August 29th. I'm not nearly as interested in this one as I was in the last one. This one will. It's interesting though because it's getting more. Closer to real fighters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where Woodley's in good shape. He's a former UFC welterweight champion, although he hasn't done straight boxing. Right. He's a tough dude, so that'll be interesting to see. Woodley is far more dangerous than Ben Askren yes. ever was his entire career. 100%. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> but I, I don't care if it's a good fight. I want to see the next thing I want to see is somebody kill one of the Pauls. Yes. I think that's very likely yeah. that could could happen. In this I don't one. know. I still think they have discussions before the fights. Yeah, and they work out. Right. Some he might kind be right. Of, sure, absolutely. I, I'll tell you right now. If either of the Pauls get in with Canelo Alvarez, you'll see somebody get killed. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, for sure. Keep kill them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and that is that is it for news. All right, uh, that's perfect. We got to take a break because when we come back, Dominic Ferriello is going to join us. If you got a question for Ask to Dom, now is the time to get in. Seven two seven. 579-1025 or 800-771-1025. We'll take a quick break, and then Astadom joins us to take your phone calls next on the Mike Calda Show. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.